It's time for our second annual Sherpaween episode. All fun aside, we have some serious informative conversations about the GoDaddy appraisal tool, fourletter.com market today. We discuss acquisition partnerships and lessons learned. We also discuss negotiating two offers at once, one payment plan versus an all cash offer. Very interesting and super fun. Enjoy the show. Hope you had a great Halloween. Happy Halloween, Sherpa Network. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and this is the Domain Sherpa Sherpaween Review. This is a show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We have three segments to the review. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Next, we'll discuss in value an investor-submitted domain name portfolio. And finally, we'll preview some domains going to auction soon at namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good investment opportunity for you. Joining us today on the Domain Sherpa Review is the Sherpaween initiator, Adam Strong. Hi, Adam. Thank you for beginning our annual Halloween Sherpa uh, last year. How you doing? Spidey, Spider-Man, is that you? Oh, I think you have to talk. For, especially I think I'm going to have to really fill in some uh, words today because this can be just me talking. <laughs> and Shane Coltra. Hey, Shane, are you all warmed up? Yep. Yep. I'll probably do a couple laps in between you guys talking, though. All right. All right. The best was pre-filming while we waited for Adam to arrive. Shane spent like the entire time warming up. Um, hilarious. Um, yes. Domainers have a sense of humor and a lot of free time. Um, let's do this, guys. Um, first segment of the review, what's new Sherpas? Um, so you're going to share one purchase or sale that you've made over the past few weeks and we get to learn what you pay to receive for the domain, why you thought it was a good deal, and how the negotiations progressed. So um, I know you guys have some, some things you mentioned that you don't want to talk about too, but tell us what you can. Let's start out with one that you legitimately want to discuss, and then we'll poke and prod. Um, Adam, you're up first, Spider-Man. What's going on? What's okay. new? I, I, I got to give this a rest already. It's already killing me. <laughs> I mean, that, that didn't take very long at all. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, now you look like bad Santa. Now that he yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I look terrible. All right. Um, actually, a, I will talk about a domain name that um, Jamie uh, Zock had mentioned in one of his tweets a few uh, days back. So don't go and look up... Uh, Jamie's tweet there, Shane, but uh, the domain, and sh since we don't have a third test, that means you got to guess. So uh, the domain is zerodown.com, zerodown. Zerodown.com, and you purchased or sold it? I sold it. All right, congrats. Shane, what do you think he sold it for? Beautiful name, really good name. Um, I guess we'll talk about it afterward, but how long have you owned it since the good old days? Um, you know what? It's, it has been quite a while. Uh, I'm actually looking that up right now. Um, I think 
probably yeah good old days 2000 let's just say 2000 how's that sound <laughs> yeah that'd be the good old days that's um, a long time yeah and in 2000 that still wasn't uh um that wasn't a hand reg right no it was probably a expiring name at some point so yeah, yeah. okay I'm looking it up. And I'm not finding it. I was I was trying to find what I paid for it, and and uh, I don't have it on. I started tracking probably around 2005, 2004, 2005, and I don't have it on my list um, from my uh, depreciation schedule, if you will. So I don't see it. So that means I bought it pre 2004, 2005. Long, long ago. Oh, yeah, like 15 years plus. So. Nice. But I've had a I've had a lot of inquiries over the years on the name. I just never moved it. Um, I listed it on Afternic. Uh, that might help you out a, a little bit on the on the price. But um, well, since we talk, I know that you don't move very quickly. You don't have to move very quickly anymore. So unless they uh, throw the right number, it's not even worth the bother. And that's such a great name. That I mean, anything that involves money. It's huge. Um, I didn't see the price. I didn't even know if there was a price on. I can't believe I missed the Jamie's thing because that is something I look at every day. But I will say, I'll just say 150 grand. I'm just making up a number. No number will surprise me unless it's under 100. That would surprise me. But I'll say 150 grand. I think it's worth more just to the right company, but it just depends on how Adam was feeling that day. If he uh, needed to renew his license plate or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I think you need to go with the Spider-Man theme, Shane. He needed, what did he need to pay for? You got to find something else. New webbing? No. Uh, that's a Clearly good a new map. I don't, I don't know what Spider-Man would spend his money on. Oh, you know what? I'm looking this up. and I, I got I got to I, I got to backtrack this a little bit. This name actually just, the information was just released on this name selling. But this name actually, I actually sold this name. <laughs> oh gosh, this shows you how prepared I am. I sold it a while ago. Let's just <laughs> put it that way. Like, <laughs> like within a year? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh God. Well, hey, at least it's the first time that the, the price has been released. It's the first time the price has been released. Yeah. That's all that matters. So, and, and it really just officially kind of became known um, as an entity as well. So, but, but yeah, so. Okay, I'm gonna go for 200k. I mean, a lot of lead gen in that. It's what every buyer wants to put zero down. Um, I'm just gonna go with 200. Okay, so since I sold it a while ago, <laughs> I must. It, the prices must have gone up ra rapidly. So uh, the domain sold on Afternic. The company that's running the domain is a Y Combinator company, which is a, a startup incubation company. Um, they bought the domain um, uh, for. I looked at. I'm looking at the site now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a. Pretty, uh, it's pretty. They're actually in the top uh, 100, I think, of their valuation-wise. So I uh, I let it go cheap, uh, according to what you guys are saying. I let it go for 31k. Oh. Um, yeah, wow. So, yeah. Uh, it's gotten a lot of inquiries over the years, but it, it just never, it never moved. Um, and I think at some point, um, last year, some point I just started listing all my names for sale on Afternic and, um, 
I took them down this year. There, I had made a few mistakes, and that maybe this one's one of those mistakes. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm still okay with the price. I don't even know what I paid for it. So 30k in the pockets. Uh, it, it, believe me, I covered the price. Um, sure. Yeah, so so. Um, when you so it was lifted on listed on Afternick, it was just a buy it now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, 30, no is it 31k that's a weird number for a buy it now why i know uh, right it's uh actually it was 31,250 to be precise um i don't know i just yeah i have no idea i probably priced it um i probably tapped on some cash on the front end to cover it to 20 to just make it like kind of close to 25 hmm. um cuz my net was less obviously so do you generally uh, recommend listing at a weird price like that? Um, I don't really think it matters when somebody wants something really bad. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. It's an interesting, the, the company's an interesting concept. It, it, they buy the home. You want a house, they go and buy it from you, and then you lease it from them, which not sure what that is other than you do the work finding a good house yeah and then sign a contract to pay them but it's a, definitely an interesting and of course anything that starts in the bay area is not doesn't mean anything because the bay area is its own little world just because it works in the bay doesn't mean it works everywhere right right well i, I can't remember what their valuation was but it's pretty high um oh, yeah. it's yeah. uh 150 million i believe here <laughs> Um, and it's, uh, looks like, I mean, there's, there's, um, is this on TechCrunch for yeah. something? Yeah. It plant from just a couple days ago that yeah. they plan to take on Zillow. So yeah. Everybody um, plans to take on Zillow. Well, they've raised 30 million in total equity funding, more than 110 million in debt financing. Uh, eh. Mm. Bay, Bay Area homes. I don't know how far that's gonna go. Yeah, um, that, well, interesting. Well, it'll be interesting to watch. And you know what? They have equity in the domain. If I mean, that's a great thing for startups. They have equity in the domain. If things don't work yeah. out with the startup itself, I, I think the hundred and fifty million dollar payback will be a little more difficult. Yeah. Than, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Thirty-one thousand is a drop in the bucket. Yeah. All right. And that, and just so you know, like, uh, that, that, uh, it, since GoDaddy sold it, I, I, it's kind of funny cause I had to go back into, uh, uh, Elliot just wrote an article about this domain appraisals from GoDaddy and, uh, how much, um, yeah. that domain was worth, you know, GoDaddy sells a domain and then they appraise it for less than they sold it for. Um, so GoDaddy is actually appraising, hold on a second. I had it up here and now I lost it. Well, here's what's even worse is I buy them from their name find portfolio and then they put it in the similar domains and the sale price. Of, so if you go look right, right. and see what I bought, bought me for or propagation or whatever names I'm getting from them, it tells the exact, you type in a name that's similar and it'll tell you exactly what I paid from them 10 years ago, which doesn't help me sell the domain. Right. So GoDaddy has this listed. So zero down is in GoDaddy's appraisal tool listed at 14,943 appraisal. And then over on the right, because it was sold for more than 25 K, it just says more than comparable domain sold zero down.com more than 25,000. So yeah. yeah, 
So it's, it's not uh, very smart. Let's pick on GoDaddy again, because there haven't been many podcasts about GoDaddy lately. <laughs> well, come on, you have to admit, it's not a hard uh, if-then statement to write in your code that if you sell it, that maybe you should raise the price above what you're, you know. If well, you got, actually, botany is, is worth more than, it's valued more than. Well, at least it's idea. worth more, but then someone says, hey, you just, you bought it right here. For oh, oh, I got you. I, I think it'd be a great idea for GoDaddy to have a page, an article, something, oh, and definitely info underneath their appraisal that says, listen, this is automated. You know, there may be other factors, especially for higher value domains. I mean, that would be well, very cool. I like if somebody buys something from NameFind, I can pretty much type it in and find out what it sold for. But as it, long it, as it's under it's 25. 25 yeah. 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 If it's under 25, you're right. On the whole, yeah, yeah. I guess that pads their, yeah, secrets, if you will. So, 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 so no, no other company named Bio <coughs> comes in, scrapes, and grabs more data from them. To yeah. that. So, so clarify this for a minute. So, if it sells on NameFind over twenty five thousand, GoDaddy doesn't ever share that data. No, it, it just says. Over 25, it just says on the screen. I'm looking at. Um, uh, botany I pulled up and there's three names and uh, botany what it sold for is on there forage is on there what it sold for is 20 and forest.com and forest.com sold for more than 25k so if it's over 25k it just says more than 25k so it could could have forest.com could have sold for I don't know two million dollars and they just put more than 25k so they leave this like and where are you going to look for that, Adam? Um, GoDaddy's appraisal tool, uh, not a very good domain name, uh, or not, I'm sorry, not a very good URL, um, but it's GoDaddy.com slash domain dash value dash appraisal. Um, or just Google it. Backslash appraisal, yeah, or just Google it like I do. But like, yeah, I think they're going for a little bit of the SEO value in that URL. Okay. So then, so once you run the actual appraisal, then you're looking at the comparable names sold, but they, yeah. then I- Yeah, they give you three. They give you three on the side. Or, you know, if you're looking for comparables, there's a, <laughs> there's a few other places, you, or there's one other place you can go. <laughs> That's a great place. Spider-Man recommended, namebio.com. Okay. Namebio gives you the info and lets you pick your own appraisal value. Right, there you go, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's really smart. Um, uh, yeah, so those are name find, but some of those names are name find domains. Like Shane said, he just bought Botany and that was a name find name and it's actually listed there. Look up uncomfortable, look at uncomfortable.com. I bought that, see if that comes up there. I think it did too. Uncomfortable.com. Is yeah. that the name you're going to discuss? Oh, I like uncomfortable.com. So the uh, comparable domains unhappy.com and damned.com yeah. wow does it, does it show the actual price of uncomfortable yeah does that make like you uncomfortable 10, 10 grand or something yeah so. yeah 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 no i wasn't gonna talk about it. i just i just anytime i buy something from the name find it shows up and i'm like man not yeah. that any of the buyers would know to look there but uh, yeah. good majority of them might yeah <laughs> Something good to know as a, an investor that you're going to get put in that position if you're buying through GoDaddy. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you could request not to have. Yeah. That's another thing that Paul can think about. Yeah. 
or at least call. at least put the date that it says it was 10 years ago or something right yeah, that's the other thing do yeah. you think this tool has something built in that only pulls so like you know when you look at the mls or real estate it only is able to pull from a certain time frame do you think uh, the tool has that built not. in have you noticed comparable but i could figure that, that out because they've got See, they've got old names that I sold on Afternix. So let me pull up like one of my really old Afternix and see. Yeah, I mean, those names I bought, I don't know how time flies. I have no idea how long it's been, but it's recent enough. I think they'd show it. Okay, zerodown.com, just threw it in there. Yeah. Um, they put sold for more than 25,000 as a comparable, you know, it is its own comparable. Yeah. Um, but then it also says estimated value $14,943. Right. They killed it, man. You doubled that up. They downgraded it. And you know yeah. what, Adam? They like your weird numbers, apparently. $9,943. Man, <laughs> right? $9 I just threw, threw, the, threw the algorithm off there. Very specific. Yeah, I like that, Adam. So I sold it up. I sold, uh, just to give you another one, I sold... Uh, you know, forgive me for bringing up an old one, but it came up in the news. So I just thought I'd throw that one out there. Um, but I did sell another one just to go back into GoDaddy's appraisal tool. This is a, a geo specific one that I don't mind sharing, but I sold Los Angeles pest, Los Angeles pest control. And this was back in 2017. Um, I sold it for, well, you can go to GoDaddy and see what I sold it for, but, um, you can see there it's 62.50, but GoDaddy again, appraises it for 14.77. Wow. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they're using, you know, obviously I killed it on that one, but, but they're using, they're clearly using in their algorithm other comparable city names as sold. But hey, Los Angeles is also like, I don't know, a little bit bigger than Nashville and Albuquerque that are listed there. So, and um, it actually appraises it. This is even weirder. So not only does it not pull the fact that you sold it for sixty-two fifty into the value, uh -huh. but it also it's comparing it to Nashville Pest Control and Albuquerque Pest Control, right. which are much smaller cities. But they sold for eighteen hundred and fifteen hundred, and they appraised Los Angeles Pest Control at lower than Nashville or Albuquerque. I That's because it's an algorithm. I know why. That's because it's longer, right? There's more letters. Huh. <laughs> just, just bad. I, I don't know. Like, but they knew to pull in the geo from the other stuff. Right. I mean, and it doesn't have like green pest control or. Without beating have, them to a horse, we know that they're not putting tons of. Ton, there's not some group sitting in a room working on the algo at night, like Google or something. They're just using it as a tool. And but I, I do think. Saying, I don't know. I, I, I disagree with that because I think that. If they're smart, they're using it for a secondary purpose. This might be this might be like a completely tertiary purpose to use their appraisal tool, but you know they've got to have something that they use internally to purchase names when they buy portfolios True. and things of that nature. Yep. So, you know, they have to have something intelligent to to make those decisions as well. But um, and sometimes I think sometimes people forget that you know this is what this is what they may be using as as a guide to how they're going to sell domains. So. You know, I, I that's don't a know. good point. Very good point. Yeah, yeah. We got to provide all these people with. They can't just let everybody go by what they think. They got to give them something to go by. Right. Right. I just think it would be spectacular if they also included in there, like, just on this page with the results. Listen, this is automated. There, are, there may be other factors, and they could even put in there, contact us to learn more, or you know, um, right. or only if it's a domain 
ironically, at a certain value, um, then they put that in or who knows. Right. But, you know, I think GoDaddy's always growing and um, and I, pre I appreciate it as a tool. I, I won't lie. When I go through a list and I'm searching, I use their valuation and work down because it, it does flag names that are better than others that are either not old or get mixed in a giant list of 12,000. So it is a, an extra helpful sorting tool when you're going through an expiry list, hmm. in my opinion. So I don't, I like it. I don't mind it at where, all. Where, are you, what, where are you using it? And expireddomains.net. Oh, okay. I see what you're they they pull in the GoDaddy appraisal. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been I haven't used it for a while. I haven't been I haven't been doing a lot of buying lately. So yeah, <clears throat> but it is helpful. Anytime you can have another search, something to search through, another way to to break it down and to dig down, it's helpful. And like I said, like I was gonna say, it's, I'm smart enough to figure out what I think is real or not. I don't. I know it's automated. I don't take it as the the gospel, and I'm not gonna complain about it. I do think, like I said, though, if something sells for a certain price, then obviously you should take that into consideration. And maybe they do and it doesn't affect it, but it shouldn't be less than what it already officially sold for. Yeah. I just think GoDaddy has a lot of power in end user education. Like domain investors, no, but GoDaddy in particular with their brand recognition has so sure. much power in helping to grow the whole industry and um and educating end users with the trust that um that the general public globally puts in them so yeah there's um, actually there's develops a, the, over time it's just like yeah. oh, go ahead sorry tessa there, there there's a page that kind of explain it's not on the actual so when you when you search for go godaddy's appraisal tool through google it gets you to the appraisal tool but uh i just clicked on there's a bar across the top that says domain appraisal like on the menu and you click that and it takes you to another page that has like kind of an what you're talking about which is an explanatory thing which i think you're absolutely right like it kind of needs to be explained a little bit maybe they could think about like putting a link if some because somebody's coming in through that channel through godaddy's you know google ad or or their google listing they're not going to necessarily see this explanation page. This explanation page is pretty decent about, you know, where the appraisals come from and comparing them to real estate and things like that. So it's a good, there is an educational portion of this and it's, it's a quite a long hefty page. Wow. Where is that? Well, I'm sure it's great for SEO. Where is that? So oh gosh. Um, so if you're on the, yeah, actually, if you go to take off, if you're on the appraisal page, just uh, at the first hyphen, just, so it should be goodeddy.com. Uh, forward slash domain hyphen value hyphen appraisal and then hit that okay yeah and then you see all that stuff at the bottom oh yeah this is great yeah so that's i mean this is, i guess that's pretty good i mean yeah. I, you know that i saw i want to really uh i call him famous domainer uh, as, yeah. if there is, as if there is anything, uh, but most people don't know this person, but um, it, he once uh, we were talking about appraisals and he said, you know, in the absence of any data, any data is good data, you know, like, so yep. the, the metrics, if, even if you don't like the appraisals, there's still something, you know, at least you have something to bitch about. <laughs> so, but you know, in the absence of that, what, you know, what is, what is there? Yeah. So, you got to you know, start somewhere and GoDaddy yeah. does a good job with that. And that's why I was like, you know, they're always growing. Um, and this whole industry is, is just building bit by bit by bit off of nothing. So, you know, right. all right, Shane, what'd you buy or sell lately? 
<clears throat> really nothing. Um, I, I know that's not even true. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm so boring that, uh, uh, you know, I'll just, and this isn't going to help anybody other than just to start a story, but I bought, I've been buying four, I'm back to buying fourletter.com as a store of value. So I bought, just to talk about where they're at, I bought TLSA. Yeah, it's not Tesla, TLSA.com uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh-huh. And see what they're, see if anybody well, knows. I noticed, I noticed on GoDaddy's uh, aftermarket, um, I was just scrolling the, you know, the entire list. I usually, pretty much every, six or seven days i'll go in there and just click my favorites that are on the multiple bids or whatever i've noticed a lot of four letters popping up in there and getting action but um as if you know they've always kind of had that action um i'm actually i had my tool up because it just alerted me that something that i'm tracking is coming up for auction but uh in your face adam i had my tool up I know what he meant. All right, I'm I'm done. <laughs> That's it. Me too. Yeah, um, because my tool was up. But uh, yeah, I have you know, like I, I you bought it probably at GoDaddy, um, four hundred dollars. I no longer even know what he's talking about. Yeah. What? Four letter, four letter, T L S. Four letter, four letter. Got it. Tesla without. TLSA.com. Uh, so you already know. So Shane, okay, first of all, why are you rebuying four letters? Has anything changed in the four-letter market? Or this is just things have changed in your personal No, I mean, so when I first started doing it back in 2000, I don't know, 2000s, I used to read the blog. Remember this one, Adam, four-letter noob by... Um, Oh gosh, now now that I have to say his name out, I can't say it. He wrote a, a the first blog that I read about domains and he he used to like four letters because they were kind of like stocks and they were trackable and certain letters were worth more more than others. But uh I bought them not even thinking about end users, thinking about just liquidity. They were easy to buy and sell. So yeah. being new since I didn't know what I was doing, I knew that I could always get out of a fourletter.com and not really lose too much money, but there was a chance that I could make money. And um, I kind of stopped doing it because I started getting into words, but then the words started getting super expensive. So I, I just kind of did nothing for the first part of this year. And then I realized that they, uh, four letters were pretty low at the beginning of this year. They dropped to as low as they'd been in the last four or five years. And there's just some letters that are good. Like if they end in C and they end in A and they end in I and they have good solid letters, they just don't seem to lose value from here. So if you can get something for 400, 500 or a thousand, are you going to make 50,000? Probably not, but you're probably not going to lose very much either. So I've just been using four letters like a store of value. So I'll buy it. In this case, I actually bought it for a thousand. I wasn't the winner. I think it went for like 1800, but then I got the email saying that the, the main bidder backed out and I was the second person and I could have it for that price. And for a thousand dollars, again, it's ends in an A for association. It's not bad. It's pretty good letters. So I took it for a grand and I probably won't lose money on it. I'll just hold it. And if I want to put it back for auction, I think I could get a couple hundred if I did, but, but I've been doing that. I've been buying one or two every month for 10 years and now I've got hundreds of them. 
and let's say they're worth $800 or $1,000 apiece, now I have $150,000, $200,000 worth of liquidity that I could get rid of tomorrow and get my money back. So I've always had that little, I don't know what you call it, but that little side part of uh, domain investing where I feel comfortable that no matter what goes on, I'll probably be able to get some cash. And that's my version of domain Bitcoin, I guess you'd say. <laughs> nice. And I sell them every once in a while. I'll sell four a year for $7,000 a piece. And that pays for what I do normally too. So it, uh, there is profit in that as well. So that's kind of my ex explanation. I've probably said it 20 times on this show, but I stopped doing it. But then I realized it's like investing. If you stop doing it, then you miss the highs and lows. If it gets low, you should probably still keep doing something. If it gets high, maybe you should sell. And that's the other story is, you know, it was reported when uh, Frank Schilling during the big Chinese rush sold a thousand uh, four letter dot coms to an investor for, we'll just say whatever, but it was over a thousand dollars because it was really hot. If you go to the auctions now, you'll notice the unit registry is buying four letter dot coms and replacing those thousands at 500 and 600 and 400 and 700. So that was a super smart move as they sold when they conceived it high, but knew that they wanted to refill the coffers and they've been picking at it and filling right back up with the same thing for cheaper. So that's really how you do it. I'm not that good yet, but that was really that brilliant. That you watch that and apply it to your own. Absolutely. Wow. Good really, deal. really good move. So they essentially got a, I don't know, do my numbers, $10 million. No, is that right? Thousand, thousand, a million. Yeah. Thousand thousands. Yeah. Thousand thousands. Yeah. Not it. So a million bucks and they're going to get it back for half a million dollars. So they'll make, 500 grand over three years. That's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam, wow. you recently had a great sale that you don't want to talk about. What can you tell us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're not getting away just with zero down. Yeah, it was a, it was a phrase. Gosh, I'm even... Hold on. This skull cap's killing me. One second. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, um, it was a it was a recent one. What the heck was it? Hold on a second. I have been I've I actually been on a little bit of a vacation to um to irritate some people at GoDaddy and Afternick. I took all my not really, but um we took a little bit of a family vacation and I took all my names down and uh just been kinda chilling. But I did get um yeah, I did get a pretty decent sale recently and um it came in, it was a direct um inquiry it was negotiated a little bit and interestingly during um the negotiations um we were kind of going back and forth and, and and they didn't like the price and i think i priced kind of in the high um maybe even the six figures I, i'm not i'm not quite sure so that kind of caps you for for the price i'm not going to tell you what the price is but um we were going back and forth and then we were going to put them on a payment plan and randomly out of nowhere, a second buyer came in. And so we were on a payment plan with them. And then the second buyer came in and said that they wanted to do a all cash deal, but they had offered less cash. So it's kind of a, you know, pretend it's a hundred thousand dollar sale and the, and it was over three years, four years time. The other buyer came in and let's say they offered 50 grand cash. So it was kind of a, predicament you know what do you take because i've had quite a few of these 
you know, overtime deals back, you know, down, and then you're kind of stuck, you know, not stuck, but you got the domain back. And so uh, I made the decision to, you know, push both parties at the same time and got the one that wanted to do the payment plan to do an all cash deal. And uh, so the name is Digital Trust. Um, based on what you guys gave the zero down price, I would, I'm going to imagine that you would have priced if I hadn't given you the cap there. Um, Shane, did you hear the price cap that I gave? No, I didn't hear the cap part. Okay. okay. Good, we're not telling you. I can yeah, rewind it. Guess. Digital trust. Oh, if it's Bitcoin money, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That Bitcoin money doesn't have a cap. But it can't be Bitcoin money if somebody was looking at a um, at a payment plan. Oh well, you, you true. That I guess that's true. That's a very good point. But you know, there's a, I mean, trust is incredibly important, um, and um, it's interesting that you had two parties at the same time. I'll bet you they could be in completely unrelated fields too, because everybody wants to grow their digital trust. Well, my yeah. question is, how did you convince the other party to believe that there really was a second party? Because that's- You know what, it's, uh, it, it's honestly, that's, that was the, the most difficult thing. First, we told them, you know, look, we've had a lot of interest in this domain. Uh, you know, it's gonna have to be a six-figure number to, to get us any kind of negotiation going, at least a, at least a uh, high five-figure. And, you know, I think they started out around I'm going to guess 20, you know, somewhere in that ballpark. And then, no, we can't afford it. We're a startup, you know, the same story. Yeah. Um, I've had multiple instances of this. And even when I'm on the buy side uh, working for a client, I always tell my clients, look, you know, you're, you may think that they're BSing you about a second buyer. It, it doesn't matter what you think, you know, it, and a, a lot of times I've run into cases where they're like, ah, that's, you know, that's just a negotiation strategy and we lose the domain. Um, so, you know, I, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't know how we convinced them. I just said, you know, we've got a secondary offer and um, we're going to take it if, if you guys don't take this offer. So um, it, it worked, but it was true. Um, I, I don't know. And, and it was, I'd probably, actually, we didn't say, hey, we're going to take this secondary offer. We just said, we have an all cash offer that we're considering. Can you give us an all cash offer that's better than, than uh, what you'd offered previously? And I think that's kind of what sealed the deal. Um, I don't know. From, from, you know, the buy side, it's always, I, I, you know, I would always think it to be BS too. So, you're, you know, you're absolutely right, Shane. There's, you know, yeah, because when somebody says to me, and I'm not really serious about it, where I just kind of think, and I go, "Yeah, go talk to them then." Yeah, right, right. Go ahead and take it. I guess you have to be, you know, either side of the equation, you have to be willing to walk at some point. And uh, so, if you're on the buy side, and somebody's, you know, yeah, we got a better offer, and you know, can you yeah. go up? No, you know, I've given my best offer, and see you later. And you know, sometimes they'll come back and, and you learn yeah. quickly who, who you're dealing with and you know, that they're yeah. a liar. It always falls through when I deal with them. They're like, Oh, the other person fell through or they were trying to pay in. You know, right. Yeah. They've been some made up story, right. Point or something. But it's funny, you know, yeah. and I agree with you on, and ironically, this entire conversation is about trust right now. But, um, while 
I agree that on the buy side, I don't believe it when somebody says there's another offer. On the other end, I always wonder when another offer comes in, if it's the same party. Sometimes it's a different entity within the same company that isn't, you know, especially if it's a big company that isn't talking to each other. Sometimes they want to try you out on a totally different field. I mean, it's, I would say it doesn't happen very often, but I've seen it enough. And sometimes they really show their hand by accident. Right. So we had this, I've been, I've been negotiating a domain in that, with that situation. And I think what they <laughs> did was, and they, oh man, they just, they just, I, you know, this is another reason to use a, that one entity, one buyer broker, you know, I'll, I'll say that Jen uh, with our, my company Evergreen does a great job. Um, but if you're using, if you've got a bigger company and you start to, you know, like the CEO thinks he's the hot shot, he's going to go get it. And then in their board meeting, the CTO thinks, Hey, that's my responsibility. And then you got two guys going after the same thing. Yeah. They ah, bad. Um, they bit each other. Up. Right. They're bidding each other up. And, but, uh, yeah, we had this situation where somebody had hired a buyer broker, probably hired you, Tessa. And then we, we went and got the, uh, um, uh, got the, got that bidder or got that person to bid up and, and, you know, negotiate a deal. And then somebody comes in out of, out of nowhere. And, uh, so we were going back and forth and then that person, the second person says, well, Hey, the first person is, it works for me. Well, <laughs> why are you outbidding them? You know, why are you even, you know, and then, and then they, then they backtrack and then, well, we're not going to, we're not going to give you that money. And I go, well, you're full of it. The second person wasn't you. You're just saying that because you, you want to push back the price back to the original person's bid. And no, no, it is us. It's us. And I go, well, I'm not playing the game. I'm, I'm done. And so a year, it's been a year. So they keep going back and forth. And so now he's saying, uh, let's say his name, the first guy's, you know, it's Tess, the first person, Peter, the second guy. Now there's a third guy saying, well, Peter doesn't work for our company anymore. We fired him because he couldn't get the deal done. Now can you do, get a deal done with us? So like, oh there's, no, I don't even want to work with you guys. So anyway, there's situations like that happen all the time. And I, don't, I still don't know whether – Tess, Peter, and Bob are all the same people, like because they're all BSing me. At some point, your BS is going to come back. Trust. It's necessary. Yeah, no trust. Yeah. Right. Now, I do want to point out, Shane, uh, we're going to cheat. Um, I, just to factor in before you guess the price that GoDaddy values it at $9,928. Well, that's all it's worth then. <laughs> okay. I assume right. that's what it sold for. Okay. Sorry, Paul. I couldn't resist that one. <laughs> yeah, I bought this name originally because we were doing some things in this sector with domains and, you know, trying to build trust for people. So trust in the in a different sense. Um, you know, domain keep, Guardian's name. Yeah, the Domain Guardian's. Yeah. So um, I thought oh digital trust. Oh, my gosh. Adam, is that like a superhero reference? I... I mean, I've always known, yeah. you know, Domain Garden, <laughs> no. but given your affinity for superhero costumes. No. All right. Okay. Sorry. No. Guardian, Guardians came from, you know, uh, you know, somebody being in charge of uh, somebody's assets after their passing or whatever. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just no tribute there. That's fine. Just never no, heard no, you before. Not at all. Just checking. That's all right. I can Domain do Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. I know, right? Where's your cape this time? Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably went entrust my digital assets to someone in a cave. But anyway, um, 
Okay, so digital trust. I'm guessing. Well, we can guess a price. I thought we couldn't say it. I'm not gonna say. Oh. We can still guess. Four million. Are you gonna like wait <laughs> twice? Close. Um, I guess seventy k. Oh look, he did that with his nose. That's like, the, that's yeah, that's L. the. Uh, well, considering I'll say one hundred and twenty-two k. So there, now we get nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys are right in the ballpark, right? So. There you go. We're in the ballpark. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're closer than GoDaddy's appraisal. Um, Shane, um, you know what? We've talked for a long time. Even though I want to push you on another recent sale, we should move on. Darn it. Yeah, I don't um, I haven't had a, I, I haven't I been as... I meant purchase. Don't be a chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I can say... I said it on the blog, so it's public that Travis and I bought Cluck.com. And we love it as a brand, but yeah, it's not best. What? You bought what? Wait, what the cluck did you buy? Yeah, exactly. No. Cluck. Was that, was that part of your tool set? Exactly. I know. That's what I'm kind of known for is my tool. So. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are disappointed that for this my tool chest. dress up as a chicken. Known for being a tool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> true. That's very true. Absolutely. Yeah, the problem is my tools don't sell very well. I should say I get orders for car parts on Monkey Wrench literally every day. People, really? <laughs> it's the craziest thing. I have a minimum of like $800 and people will type in, that seems expensive for brakes, but I'll take this model for this model, this model, and try and order it through the offer page. You should get some, uh, go through Alibaba and get some, you know, plastic wrenches made or something. And exactly. Just yeah, no, it's it's the crate. The offer page on Monkey Wrench is literally an auto parts store of ordering. It okay, never stop changing the subject. Cluck.com. Oh yeah, Cluck. If you don't want to talk about the price. What about the partnership? Um, why a partnership? And how do you arrange a partnership? What do you think the Sherpa Network would like to hear about that? Well, I think I think it's very difficult for partnerships unless you back to trust, completely trust the person that you're working with, unless you want to make it super official and get paperwork and lawyers and... Um, Which can slow down the acquisition process or make you totally... And it becomes a nightmare. I mean, like, if you talk to Travis, Travis is an investor in lots of other real estate. And he, I can't remember the number he said, but it's somewhere in the hundreds of K1, hundreds of K1s at the end of every year for all his different things because he has to set them up as individual entities. And wow. on domain names, I mean, officially you probably should, if, but, but the names I set up are with people that, if it goes to hell, then it goes to hell. You know, I mean, we're gonna be out a little bit of money, but it's not worth it unless you're doing a bunch of stuff to set up the, the paperwork. And then if you put Travis it in- Travis is your longtime partner at DSAD. What did you yeah. decide first? Did you first decide that you guys wanted to go in together on a domain and then look for the domain? Or did so, you first see the domain opportunity and decide to go in together? So- Wait, wait, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Ah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I found, Adam? I had the name first in this case, but we owned several domains where whoever finds it first, says to the other one, hey, what do you think of this name? And it always starts off with, do you like the name? And then they'll say, yeah. And 
then once they say, yeah, they'll, if they really like it, they'll say, hey, can I have half that or do you want to go in together? And the reason is it, there's several different reasons. One, you can be part of good names and not have as much cash outflow of cash into the name. So you can have more exposure to different names for less money. Um, two, it's kind of fun to partner because you kind of hunt, you have another person hunting on certain occasions. If they're, you know, they can keep it to themselves, but you find two people finding different various names uh, that you can be a part of. So that part's uh, kind of nice. Um, and again, I, I just, I do, I've had it with several people. Adam and I had done a name together. I, you know, there's probably four or five people that I've done names together and it's, I've never had a bad experience yet. I really haven't had a bad experience. Nobody screwed each other over. Um, but you're careful with your partners. With a hundred percent. But you know, yeah. I've been doing this long enough that there. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I really like and I consider friends. But there's probably a handful that I would put my money together and feel a hundred percent confident that nothing's going to go wrong. And even if it something went wrong for some reason, uh, that person would figure it out and make it right. Okay. I think it's, I think, uh, you know, Shane and I are partnered on it and, you know, he's a minority in terms of like, and I end up making the decision, but I think it's, it's kind of like, you know, if it was, if the roles were reversed, I would, you know, I would trust that, you know, whatever he, it doesn't, you know, kind of like, you know, if we bought it for 20 grand and he sells it for a hundred and I think it's worth 250, you know, oh, you know, you know, we might have a little discussion about, you know, what, what we're doing and why, you know, if Shane needed the money for some reason and, and I didn't, yeah, just, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think you, you really have to know who you're dealing with. I, I actually have been partnered with multiple people as well. And, uh, <clears throat> no joke there. Um, but, uh, and, and one of the cases, uh, I sold, we had a, uh, we probably had 10 or 15 names, and I held them all and we were, we were 50, 50, which is really in a partnership. Everyone knows that that's not a good situation to be in. But, um, you know, fortunately I, I was just really worried because I knew this person, you know, needed money and, you know, he wanted to, you know, get out and, you know, he just, he just basically gave me a price that he thought was fair and, and I thought was fair. And, and I just ended up buying them all back. Um, but it, along the way we sold one for, you know, like maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars and uh you know it kind of you know made made everything else selling all the rest of them just kind of a wash but um it, it is i think it's difficult you know the old saying is you know the only ship that can't float is a partnership but you know in this industry we've a lot of these guys have known each other for quite a long time and i think you'll see any of the sherpas that come on here i, I would venture to guess have some sort of relationship or partnership with some other domainer um and, and i think that's just kind of commonplace but I mean, yeah. because you want to get in on, yeah, everybody wants to get in on somebody else's, you know, oh, you know, this guy's got a good eye for this. And, you know, I want to get on his three letter train or four letter train or whatever. Um, so I think it's pretty common. Uh, you, you, I've, I've talked to a few guys who have gotten burned. Um, but, you know, again, it's a small space and getting burned, you know, everybody kind of figures it out pretty quickly who, who, to, who not to deal with. So. Um why so you know 50 50 partnership generally isn't ideal why did you enter into that anyway um i think early days you know kind of okay. so you had to do it you know, again. We're, both, we're both chasing drops and it's like shane said you know you're both chasing different things and 
Um, you know, one guy sees it and the other guy didn't on Namejet or whatever, or Snap Names back when Snap Names, you had to get your, your bids in ahead of time. You know, he's got a list of 20 names. He's like, I don't have enough money to pay for all these. Should I still bid on them? Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll back you up. And, okay. and so, you know, we but buy you multiple. wouldn't do that again. So lesson learned. Um, yeah. I just think in any case, if you, if you're okay with giving up a minority, being a minority shareholder or whatever, it's, it's like shares, you know, if you're okay with the decision the other person makes because they're technically the, you know, the majority shareholder, when you got a 50, 50 split, it, you just end up at a deadlock and, and there's not, you know, then that's the possibilities illegal that can always come in, but um, at a 50, 50 split, you know, if yeah. one guy wants to do one thing and the other guy wants to do something else, then what do you do? Yeah, so it's, it's gotcha. difficult. I think I, it's always going to be difficult in some some regard. You know, Shane wants to put adult content on our domain, and I keep yeah. telling him, "Oh, you know, like so." Sex sells. That's that's what I'd lead every conversation with. Cluck dot com. Yeah. yeah, we know what you're doing. But, with that. And I will say, I do have to convince Adam. I don't want. I don't say pessimistic, but I do when it comes to partnerships. I have to convince Adam that it's going to be fine. That you know. <laughs> that it's, it'll work out okay. Because he's, you know, he's, he was every in the opportunity. Every, every situation provides an opportunity for learning, whether it's a, a good situation or a bad situation. And, and, now that, and now that you mentioned it, I will say that all my partnerships, every single one, I don't feel that the other side has any need for money. You know, that's really not in a, even close to a bad place that I feel like at some point they're gonna have to get out, unless it's some really major, crazy off the wall thing but it's i would be the i would be the weak point if people saw hey does this person want to get out but you, you don't want to be you definitely don't want to be with a partnership where you have to come up with some buy sell agreement because you, you think right off the bat that the other side won't be able to stay in long enough for the full haul you definitely don't want to be in that yeah you know the early the the partnership with the 50 50 it was it you know we're talking about you know maybe you know, 10 to 15 names with a total in of a couple thousand dollars. Now the total, you know, we've made, you know, multiple, you know, six, there was a six figure deal thrown in the mix and, and, you know, uh, I think I ended up buying the portfolio for maybe five figures. So, you know, probably a total, you know, low six figure portfolio. Um, but again, this person, it wasn't, it wasn't inconsequential. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say six figures is, is, chump change but um yeah it was it it didn't matter to him in terms of uh you know overall so i don't know that's kind of weird to say i guess but but, but the yeah, thing is if somebody wants to get out that's yeah. when it becomes difficult yeah, you don't want desperation you, yeah you know desperation means that this, there's going to be problems so yeah, yeah. i I, th I think you just have to know who you're dealing with. And I think, uh, you know, once always one party owns the domains in the, in the who is sense too. So, you know, maybe one party has the domains in their who is and the other party monetizes the domains or something that, you know, there's gotta be some sort of way to do it. I think in our case, we, in the original partnership, I think we both put our names on the who is, but only one of us had the, you know, the domains in their account. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if anything ever would have happened in a legal sense, what that would have, how that, it, it's amazing that in this day and age that we don't have a way to split a domain ownership in the who is. It's like, what, what is the purpose of ICANN and VeriSign if they can't do, you know, we've got domain assets that are worth $30 million and you can't split the assets into, 
they want you to form an LLC and do it all on your own. Yeah, but still only one person has control, you know, like, I mean, can you do that with a house? Titling, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. two people on my title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just sold a car and I had to have my wife sign, you know, both of us had to sign everything. So, you know, we were, well, that was to, that was to make sure you had enough money to buy the car. She no, has, no, I sold it. <laughs> she had to co-sign for you. <laughs> right, right. Well, when he walked in exactly. there looking like Spider-Man, they were a little unsure. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you, Sherpas. Uh, let's talk about our sponsors who support us in our mission to educate the domain industry. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. All right, time for part two, domain portfolio review. Richard in the UK sent these over. Big thank you to Richard for sending in a donation to the Fred Hutch Cancer Research. Um, that is so important. And, uh, you know, we, you Sherpas come here for free. We do it all, you know, for a good cause, but this is an extra good cause. So thank you, Richard. All right. Um, Shane, you're up first this time. What are your thoughts here? Well, I'd like to thank Richard for the Fred Hutch donation, because I think that's the, uh, the bright point of this segment, is that he gave some money to a, good, a great hospital. And um, I just don't like it. I, I look through it. You know, you should never giggle when you see a list. Uh, it should, shouldn't be your initial thought as you look at it and just start laughing like, I, there's nothing here. If I, if I had a company, that's how I always start. If I had a company or I want to start a website and I look through the list and say, you have to pick one of these to start your company or to build your site on. I, I didn't see any. The only thing I saw that sounded like a flu shot was called Fluella. And I felt like I could see a commercial of some kind of flu prevention or post-flu uh, product that maybe could be sold out. The rest, uh, brutal. I mean, I feel like he just went out one night and had a couple beers and picked out some things. Cause I don't even see these on drop list. Um, resign tomorrow would be, I did see that and think Donald Trump immediately could be a pretty good, <laughs> that but one's today, not tomorrow. And how do you monetize that? Well, you got to give them a about 24 hours. Well, I think it'd just be a marketing. Yeah, monetize, no. But I think that somebody might buy that from them uh, for a couple hundred dollars. And he may, one, two, three, he might be able to pay for the whole thing by selling that one uh, if everything was a hand drag. So if he puts that up at a buy it now, what price? What do you 500 bucks. $500 and hope some big liberal crazy you know, a person buys it and wants to use it immediately. Okay. So 500 bucks. Okay. And he's got to get it done soon, according to the testimonies. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, there's the time. Yeah, okay. there's... All right. I think, I, I, think it, I, think Tess, I think you were right on that resign tomorrow. I think it's like you don't want a call to action to be tomorrow. <laughs> later. <laughs> do it later. Tomorrow. Don't That's do it now. That's a very good point. Resign. Later. I'm going to give you a day to get your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hand in your notice when you feel like it. 
right. You're right. I take back everything I say. Yeah. yeah it's a, uh, Don't let the door hit you on the way out tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it my turn? Sorry. I yeah, you, you, it's <laughs> all you. Take it, take it from here. All right. I think you're mean, Shane. I think you have caught the Drew meanness. Um, I look the portfolio isn't isn't all that great. Um, no doubt about it. Uh, I, I I don't. I'm gonna guess he's just starting out. Um, I don't know where these names came from, but I, you could find better names than this on um, GoDaddy's uh, domain aftermarket expirations. Um, just because you say it nicer doesn't make it nicer. No, I, I, I here. Let me, let me, let me back it up a little bit though. I think there's names that are kind of on the verge. Like I think, yeah, like resign tomorrow is on the verge. Like you're kind of getting the drift of it. Like like you're trying really hard, but you're you're just not quite there. You got to get name. You got to get things that are. Uh, you got to get phrases that that are commonly used. Um, and I think. A long time ago, when I sat down with a friend that was like kind of getting into the domain space, he he's like, "What should I buy?" And I said, "Buy stuff that other people want." <laughs> like, hey, is, is Shane, I know you've said something along the same lines, but you go to the GoDaddy auctions, look at all the bit the the things that are being bid on. If other people are bidding on it, that's another person that if you buy it, that's another person you could sell it to, right? And if there's fifty two bids on there, there's 51 of them that you could sell to. Um, I, you know, I don't see any on here that probably would get any kind of notice like that. I, I still think that there's a possibility like in a few of them. Um, but, you know, in particular, you know, all of these are kind of like right on the edge. Fix your OCD. You know, that's kind of on the edge. My son happens to have OCD. I, I, I I kind of get the drift of that one, but it's not, you know, OCD remedies or OCD um, therapy or OCD anything. It's fix your OCD is kind of like you, you don't really, OCD is something that you don't really fix on your own. Um, and it pigeonholes, it's only your OCD, not your son's OCD, you know. Yeah, OCD fix, fix OCD is shorter, it's quicker, it's, yeah, I don't know. They're all kind of on the edge. Um, debtlessly sounds kind of like a brandy type of thing for getting out of debt. It just doesn't roll off the tongue the right way. Um, I don't know what an air con fixer is. Maybe it's something that I should know about, but I don't. Uh, if it is something that sounds like a product, you know, maybe you're on the right track there. I think these are all just barely on the edge. I mean, like you mentioned, well, it does sound like some sort of, you know, flu remedy or something, but you can't, you if you're going to buy 25 names, you can't have a portfolio of all names like this that are on the edge. You have to start kind of getting closer to um, a name that actually makes sense and, and that people want. Price Axe sounds like a brand, but there's probably, you know, you go to Squad Help or any of the other brand oriented sites and you look up something on price and there's probably a thousand price oriented names. Price slash obviously sounds better than price axe. I mean, axe just, it, I don't know. Because it's something a verb and axe isn't really. Yeah. And well, there's just something linguistically. I mean, I could, yeah, I could visualize a logo for price axe. I could also visualize a logo for price slash. Um, axe just doesn't have the, and people will type AX. They won't type AXE. Um, proper haircuts, it just, you know, it sounds. Green's British. 
It sounds a little bit Euro. I, yeah, exactly. Um, that, stretcher. That's interesting because I was going to say that for several things. So if you're in a different country, you know, basically right. the U.S. has, does most domain transactions. Um, but don't um, box yourself in with right. like um, uh, hand in your notice. We don't call it notice. And yeah. uh, there's another one here that's very. Browser fix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, Shane calls him trousers. I don't know. My trousers aren't fitting. <laughs> wait, wait, Shane, is this the part of the episode where you show us the speedo you're wearing? Yeah. You and Shane oh, wait, can take that off. That. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, what the clock. <laughs> No, that one would need a proper haircut if he was going to show you. This. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be the same. Um, yeah. Um, or yeah, holiday.camp. Yeah. Like, we don't call it that. It's vacation. Um, right. I mean, I, yeah, so these do have a little bit of a European ring to them. But I, I, the weekend lettings, like, I, I mean, they're obviously, there are some linguistic and uh, language-oriented names that just don't ring here uh and yeah. so you know there's a possibility that there's there's some room for you know a uk market to purchase these i don't know what 8k telly is um no it's an 8k television that's oh, what they call a telly for television oh oh yeah okay oh, there you go there's yeah. another euro one okay yeah i missed that sorry yeah so Jane, I, I think you need to do the rest of the episode in your British accent. <laughs> but the problem is it switches between uh, Australian and British back and forth. Right. I think we had an episode once where I, I tried to do an Indian accent and I was really, <laughs> it was really bad. And oh, my, my Indian's pretty good, but I'm not sure how, if it goes from racist to just comedy. So yeah. I just don't yeah. do it at all, my wife tells me. Right, exactly. You, yeah, anymore. The, the, the Australian-English-Jamaican combo is pretty funny when I do it. So I do it all the time, but we'll, we'll save it for another one. All right, next time, next time. So, so I, I know, going back to the list, um, you know, holiday.camp. I mean, it's, I, I'm not a new TLD person, but it sounds okay. Holiday more being the European vacation. Um, household.pet, you know, no. So here's a question that everybody has. So if we go to GoDaddy Auction and we see the names that we take away the names that have all the, all the backlinks. So if you're gonna look through the names with lots of bid, get rid of the ones with backlinks because you're not gonna be able to flip those. But now they're always at 300, 400, $1,000. This person didn't spend, Richard didn't spend that probably on all the names combined. Where does he find names that are saleable for under $20 and my answer is it's almost impossible at this point in time for a dot .com. Uh, there, there's a reason that there's an $8 name that's left is there's thousands of other people for 20 years have mined names and all of a sudden you're as a new investor going to be the person that finds the $20 gem. Doubt it. You might find one, but you're certainly not going to find 20. Yeah. So, my advice would be to save up and buy a, a $200 name or a $300 name if you can 500 and take your time. And so is there, is there no 
it, you know, I, I think in uh, GoDaddy, you've seen the prices like, I don't know, oh shoot, speaking of which, I was watching an auction, but um, you've seen the prices kind of go up. Is there no, is there nothing between registration fee and $200 anymore? So if, if Travis were on here, Travis and Josh, they would disagree with me because they have become very good at getting, putting in back orders and catching drops, drops that, um, that drop catch themselves don't take, you know, cause drop catch, they pick their own out first. If there's another bidder, it goes to auction. And if they don't want it and there's no other bidders, you get it. So you're kind of, three down the road they have been able to find names that have that they're selling and after nick and later for even five figures but definitely four figures and and profitable at it they're gonna kill you for talking about it they're gonna kill you for talking about it oh no they they i mean everybody tries it everybody puts it back they're the only people i know that are successful at it and they're also the only people that can give me numbers to prove it because everybody says yeah i'm doing fine i'm buying them but then you ask for all their sales and it, those texts stop but on those guys i get to see it and i don't know exactly how many they're buying i mean conceivably uh josh to be buying ten thousand a day and selling three but from the what i've seen uh i think they have found a model that works for them but it's very very hard to do and it's very easy to buy a drop and, and just have them build and up. And they are experts at, you know, the top level. Well, it's so taken them years. I mean, yeah. so let's Travis and I used to talk about not selling anything for a long time. He just couldn't get it down. And then all of a sudden it starts to come in. Um, right. And drops that he bought five years ago have become a little more valuable too because they were drops five years ago and they're not drops. And they, wouldn't, they wouldn't pass through anymore. Okay. So but, I want to talk to Richard for a minute. Richard, I can see, in my opinion, that you're on the cusp here. You, like, you're just about to turn to the next level. And for one moment, Adam, I thought that was a speedo. I don't know. <laughs> Big holes. I was like, what is happening? Well, let me okay, tell you so what I'm trying to do. Richard, all of us right. <laughs> Where's Richard? <laughs> yeah. All right. um, He's watching. He's watching. But before you buy a domain now or renew one, you um, could talk to five people and explain to them if this was your company, how would you make money off of it? And so, you know, suitrepairs.com, how would you make money off of that? And not off of any suit repair company, but that domain when you could buy a different one yourself, um, or, um, why, would someone agree to pay you, you know, $200 for themedbreaks.com? What would their business be that they just need themedbreaks.com over something else for X amount of investment? And that question is going to get you to the next level. Um, I do want to ask guys, wildnightsout.com. I was surprised nobody mentioned that. Like 200 bucks, put that up. Buy it now? No. Possibly. I, you know, we get we, uh, themed breaks. Is you know, again, I, you got two guys from the Midwest talking about European names. I, you know, like so right away we're we're handicapped. Yeah, there's been no. We we haven't gone to a foam party. I, it's been weeks, hasn't it, Adam? Yeah. Since right. Yeah. 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 That, I, you know, the one with the with the the rage thing with the yeah lights. Yeah. That. Yeah. And the fire. 
I mean, we had to grab our kids' little brake sticks to spin. It was embarrassing, right. but it worked. Right. It was the piercing right. thing that you had going on. Yeah. Please, please reenact this and send pictures. Yeah. And he I was, he, he wore a shirt really, that said, like, Urbana can suck it. And I wore a shirt that said, Springfield can suck it. And we, oh, it's crazy. Crazy, all right. Uh, okay. But, um, thank you, Richard. Um, I think he's on the verge. Like, mean Shane, good, bad cop, good cop. Yeah. No, uh, he's not. He, we're all there. We've said this again a million times. Our portfolios all started pretty rough. Yeah, and, if, and it's almost find, good connections. I still get, uh, I still get emails about Organibus, and none of them are offers. It's just people making fun. So that's awesome. Okay, um, before we jump into Domain's going to auction soon, let me tell you about our sponsors who support us in our educational mission. FD was built by Domain Investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y, FT.com. So we're going to move on to the marketplace list. This segment is sponsored by Namejet.com. Um, we're reviewing domains going to auction soon. And as always, if you like a name, you need to click now to um, watch it or to bid on it. Because once the auction starts, uh, you can't. Uh, so, uh, Adam, you're up next uh, first this time. We've got some interesting names. Headbanger.com, emergency.org, uh, blueparrot.com. Uh, what stands out to you and why? Um, yes. Yeah, so, I just looked at these like right now um i like uh off the making top of your my... spidey senses tingle yeah right um <laughs> i was gonna go somewhere bad with that uh chili.com uh i like i like it uh because it's short it's one word it's a brand kind of sounding name and for our podcast that's c-h-i-l-l-y Chili.com. Yeah. Chili. yeah. Not not chili like the food. The food. Or the or the different spelling like the country. True. Chile. Actually, there's two different spellings for the chili that you eat too. Springfield, yeah. Illinois has spells it a different way. That's it's yeah. weird. Um, S O U P. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, You're just biased towards four letters, Shane. Yeah. And Springfield. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, you know, they're all, you know, fairly decent. Um, I would, uh, I would bid on all of these. Um, oh, I that's a big statement. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't bid high on TV8. I wouldn't bid high on Blue Parrot, although I like Blue Parrot as a, as a brand. Um, I know Shane likes color animals, so I'm probably talking over the top of his his thoughts. Mm -hmm. Tropical fish store is a little bit too long for me, although I could see it being, you know, a niche business online. Um, yeah, I mean, I, if I was going to throw a few hundred bucks at everything here, I would do it. Um, I wouldn't go nuts. I haven't been on a buying spree. I would put a little bit more money on chili. I kind of like Headbanger just as a kind of a funny uh, brand. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a recovering Headbanger. Um, but the plural kind of, I don't know if the plural sounds better or not. Mega storage. I like, 
physician.net, not so much. TV8, not so much. Fitness Today, not so much. Live cameras, uh, yeah, that's definitely got an adult twist to it that I think probably will push up. I was thinking a bear cam, but now that you've mentioned that. That'll push up the, it's I think. It's a bear line. cam. Well, I guess that could be adult too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know anything about that, Shane. <laughs> uh sports coats not so much um if you're gonna buy a sports coat hopefully you go to somebody that can is it sport coat or sports coat sports coats. oh you're right it in yeah. real life it should yeah be. now that i see that sport i thought it was sport coats but uh yeah that's yeah no good yeah what about um, emergency so wait what's the one that you said you'd throw some money at chili.com define some money so you said a couple hundred bucks for any name but chili would be more. What what is more to you? Also, how much would I spend on chili? Like right now, if somebody was offering it to me for sale. Like, no, if if say for example, perhaps it was on auction at Namejet. It's uh, gonna go. It, chili's gonna go in the. I'd say, I don't know. I haven't really been buying that much lately. Uh, I you know, if Cluck can go for if Shane can buy Cluck, I would imagine chili will sell for. Um, five figures quite handily. Um, so I, I expect it to have, I didn't even check. I expect it to have a, um, none of these have a reserve or do they? I, I don't know, but I will check right now. I would bet um, they, I bet okay. most of them have a reserve. Chili, um, high, low, or medium, five, medium, uh, five figures. More than, more than 30. Okay, all right. I probably wouldn't spend, well, I don't know. No, I probably wouldn't spend more than that. The problem is that you, you mentioned it earlier by saying that the three other chilies that there are, chili the, the, or the two other, chili the, the soup variety and then chili the country makes, you know, the podcast listeners and anybody else, it fails the radio or the podcast test. Um, so, yeah, that kind of creates a problem. However, as a brand, if you're, you know, if you're selling ice to Eskimos, you know, they're going to know what chili, which chili to type. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know anything on here that they're all, they all are good domains. Um, I probably out of all of these, believe it or not, I think live cameras may have the best ability to flip. Um, if you can get it for under low five figures, I think it has a potential to flip for five figures. I doubt it'll go that low, but maybe. I don't know. Again, I'm not, I haven't been buying lately, so I'm just kind of out of the loop. Shane, go take it over. Well, I think if, if it was live cam, it's a six figure name. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah, like you, seven you, figures for that. But you switch to cam. So live cameras is a cheap form of buying it, but yeah, easily five figures. That's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to build it out because I have a family, but that's a pretty good money making name if you're in that. Um, yeah, the ch I like chili, but for the exact reason you said, I hate getting in names and I'm fighting with misspelling. I mean, you're already, you put all the money in and then you have to battle the marketing name of trying to make sure they know. Now, if it's a, a winter coat and you call it chili, it's probably not Chile or chili is in the food. Still, you just, you hate to battle things right off the bat when you're marketing. So that's not called a homonym. I had to look that up. 
homonym. Oh, wait, is it a homophone or a homonym? <laughs> Words that sound alike would have different meanings. It's a homonym. That's a homonym. So we're going to use that in the future. Homonyms are tough. It's you have to market your way out of those. So I, I like it, but I wouldn't be bidding on it. Uh, and same with, uh, and again, Tropical Fish Store, it's a name that is a good bill out and they are, anything shippable is a better name than non-shippable and Tropical Fish are definitely shippable. Uh, I, I think emergency.org, you can't really pick a better ending. You almost would rather have emergency.org than .com uh, in yeah. this case if you're, I don't know what you do with it, but I, we know we've got a friend that does like uh, OSHA stuff. You know who that is, Adam? Mm -hmm. And that's a perfect name for like safety and uh, defibrillators and cones and, uh, you know, all the, all the things. I think that's a really nice name for that. So I really like, I do think Blue Parrot's probably the cheapest one on the board that could sell just because people are always looking for easy logo, memorable. Blue Parrot's not one you're gonna really misspell. You're gonna be easy to remember. It's just a clean, simple, cheap, fairly cheap name. Those used to be really cheap. I bet you it still goes for $1,000 in today's market. So it's not as cheap as it used to be. Physician, right now I think Telemed and Teledocs are huge. There's really not a better business you know, I was talking to a doctor who's thinking about starting it up, and most doctors have no compete clauses locally. They can't, but the boundaries are within uh, like 60 or 70 miles, and they never thought they'd make contracts to where these doctors couldn't moonlight online. So the doctors are all seeing holes in, this, in their contracts to do telemed, and I think it's going to be huge. But physicians isn't the word because nobody can spell it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's nice to combine with the .net, but not physicians is is hard to spell. What yeah. about um, uh, nobody mentioned presentations.org, which we'll talk about in a second. But fitness, not tomorrow, but today. Fitnesstoday.com. What do you think of that? Um, to me, it sounds like a brand that's already out there. I mean, it so. Which. As long as it's not a brand that's already out there, right. that's yeah. awesome. Cause yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it's not a bad name, but it's, it's pretty boring. I mean, I, I don't, it's, a, it's a fine name. And there's fitness is definitely something you there's, – there's not a ton of startups, but there are new fitness places in every mall and every location. So it's, but there's not a ton of money in it. I, I don't think that there's going to be – as much opportunity as some of the other names. Mega storage and hosting. I don't know how mega names are going. I'd have to go to name bio and type. That's that's where I would use name bio right there. Is I would go a mega and go, are people still using mega? I go and type in may in name bio and see how many local or recent mega names have sold and what for what price to kind of to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, and actually um I have two things to say to Richard and anyone in Richard's shoes. Um, another great thing to do is, um, is pick five people, not like people who have the best memory in the world or something, that would be cheating, and say, um, tell them the domains, and then ask them an hour later, what were the domains? Or say something different, be like, was this it? And see if they say, oh yeah, that was it. Um, or to, or um, to say, hey, have you heard of fitness today? What, you know, they came out with a new product. 
And if they're like, that's not a real company, or if they say, yeah, I've heard of them, that it kind of, that it, it, it shows you that it could be a brand or that people think, gee, that sounds like it could be recognized. So, um, cause definitely we all think we've heard of fitness today and hopefully we haven't, but we're not all searching that, right? Um, headbanger.com. What could you even do with that? Envision something for me. Like I kind of love it, but I don't know where to go with that. A site that sells black t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about music. It's, it's metal and old concert you know, t-shirts or yeah, old couch. Jeez. Those are going yeah, it's actually, yeah, try, try and get yourself a Cinderella shirt, man. It's hard. Yeah. Kind of like flu Ella. Um, what's the, what's the shoe site that, you know, just is making StockX is killing it. StockX. So you could be the StockX for t-shirt. Concert um, t-shirts. Yeah. There's a okay, huge market. Presentations.org. What, what do you think that somebody should bid on that? I think keynote or whatever. What's the, what's those? I use keynote. What's a version of it in word? Uh, what do you use to give presentations? Not uh, power, PowerPoint? PowerPoint, yeah. Sorry. I use Keynote. PowerPoint. That's what I think is when I, I think of a PowerPoint type uh, tool. But yeah. even that .org doesn't, to me, doesn't work nearly as well as emergency. Uh, presentations.org. What do you, uh, fundraising for people to get nervous when they talk in front of people? It, yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, it's definitely, I say, if it's not .com, .org does at least sound like you're organized or doing it for your work uh, yeah. better than .co or .net, um, but if that's the best justification you can come up with. Um, yeah, I mean, if I were, if I had, I'd take live cameras, chili, emergency.org would probably be the ones I'd like to have, and if I were bidding, I would probably bid on blue parrot if it didn't get too crazy the rest of them I, they're fine i mean they're they're not bad at all but i think there's a lot of stuff out there that's going to be in the same price range that each adam and i would feel more comfortable bidding on nice yeah um i'm I gonna backtrack i'm gonna backtrack and say that chili is not gonna go for over 30. okay yeah. give us something new then once you say a number, you gotta. Oh, I, I, yeah. If it pushes into the low five figures, I'd be surprised because of that. I mean, I, I'm sure it's got a reserve in the five figure range, but that, yeah, the homonym problem is definitely a distraction. I'm sure Namejet's really gonna be excited to hear us <laughs> down talking the name. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, well, but, I mean, you said almost every single name on this list you would buy. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I don't know reserves, and and I didn't. I didn't look to see if there were reserves, but I'm assuming there are. And, and that always kind of, I mean, it's a great name to sell cold weather gear, plain and simple. I mean, that's what right. it's made for. Right. That's what it's, that's a great name. Would it be a brand? I, I, I don't know if I'd name my, like a jacket that had chili on it, but it'd certainly be a great place to sell air conditioning Canada goose. Yeah. yeah, there's. I mean, there's products you can sell. Yeah, yeah, very cool. All right, um, this was good, guys. Uh, thank you to Namejet for sponsoring this, uh, keeping this show going for everyone. Thank you to Richard for submitting that. 
most of all, thank you to Spider-Man and possibly Michael Phelps. Um, you guys are awesome. Uh, you look just like him, Shane. Just like yep. him. Uh, you yeah. guys are yeah. Adam has his backup costume on right now. His first costume was Spider-Man, but his backup is like unemployed. Losing player. Central Division champions. Yeah, I still got a, I got a big game next week. LSU. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for your time. This was a long show, but a really good one. Um, happy don't to talk too much. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, when we don't have three panelists, then I let you guys talk extra. But then I'm like, oh my, we could film for hours. You, you should hear when Adam talking? calls me at night. Like, have you seen Fleabag? It's such an amazing show. I'm like, Adam, I got to get to bed. Oh I'm my starting God, so Fleabag. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he calls me all the time, like every night, telling me yeah. what I should binge watch. I'm like, Adam, I just I like your voice. I just like listening to you. I don't, I don't talk. I just. He's listen. like, I couldn't get a hold of Woody Harrelson, so I just call you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Shane, he's envisioning you in your speedo. That's yeah. And then I'm like, just drive over, bud. Drive over. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for coming on. Happy Halloween. We'll see y'all next time. See ya. Yeah.